Josie out the door. Uh, did you hear about the show and you just figured this is going to be a hit? I want to be on this. Actually, Mo gave me a call. I was in Greece on vacation. He was literally like, you know, we're doing this new show. We think you'd be great on it. And, you know, what are your plans? So I was like, you know, that's my guy. So I said, I'll move heaven and earth and I'll get here and try to. We appreciate you. Yeah. No, oh, thank you. Love, hey, me and Charlie and your guys, what's up, man? Yeah, y'all didn't call me, though. Okay. Is it still hit weird for you seeing Clint doing media like this or not? I hate seeing it, to be honest. Why? Not that he's not good at it. He's great at it, but I just, I miss watching him on the field, man. We had a lot of, a lot of battles together. For sure, I respect for sure. him a lot, and uh, it's funny. You watch games now, and he could be a lot of use right now, so. What's the angriest you've seen him? You got he, tried to, he tried to fight me one time. Why? <laughs> on the, on the oh. eve of our first World Cup game, 2014 in Brazil. He tried to fight me. We were doing 11 v 0. And I think it was before, yeah, before Ghana came, look at his face, he's ready to fight me now, look at him. Look at him. I don't remember. <laughs> we were doing 11 v 0, and he played a ball, like, you know, you do patterns. So, like, at that point, I think it was free time. I'll never forget it, because we'd never really gotten into it. So I think it was supposed to go out wide. But to be fair, I was in, like, the half space in between, like, second striker and the winger. And Clint, I think, was playing it to me, but it should have went out wide. And the play, whatever, for whatever reason, we had to start over, right? Because when, when you mess up the 11v1, coach wants you to do it. So you do it cleanly, score. And I was, and Clint was like, <laughs> he just looked at me like that. And I was but, uh, like. To put things also in the context. <laughs> you but you said you didn't no? remember this. But it, <laughs> it started to come back together. It's also freestyle. Yeah. So it's like, if it doesn't happen how you want it, like, keep it going. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> just be like, uh, uh, error, abort mission. Like, like let's do, redo it. Obviously, someone did something wrong. Like, hey, exactly help me out, bro. Like, to get on the half turn, play it out, and let's keep this thing going. Yeah, I could have did that, right? But I, in, the, in the exercise, me and him were strikers. So I was like, we're going to have to do it again if a winger doesn't cross it, in my mind, right? I very well could have crossed it. He scored. It's over. Um, but he looks at me when Clint was, or not Clint, Clinsman was like, okay, do it again. Clint looks at me, he's like, y'all had this look before, you know? Like, and I was like, what? He's like, what the fuck, dog? And I was like, what do you mean? That wasn't supposed to go to me. It was supposed to go out wide. He's like, what the fuck you talking about, man? And I was like, Clint, relax. He's like, fuck talking like that. You know how Clint gets. <laughs> we kind of got into it for a second, but it's World Cup time. Like, and when I tell you that was like in here, one out the other, it's because I played with him up in that, to that point, I don't know how many years. So like, I know the competitor, the winner. We're talking about top two all time national team. Hey, who wins that two, fight though? So what's that? Who wins that fight? Shoot, I never bet against myself, girl. What you mean? But it's respect, you know. There's but you, respect, you think and you got that was that it. Fight, huh? That was the only time I got into it. I mean, if you don't ever, he's crazy. if you never, if you, I think he's crazy guy. I think if you never bet on yourself, you'll never win. And there's you that. always got to bet on yourself, and you don't bet on yourself, then don't be fighting. He's crazy. So there's that too. I'd rather get knocked out than get pumped. <laughs> and I ain't never been knocked out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tied for most World Cup qual uh, qualifying goals, huh? Me and you. I didn't even, there you go. And he's my biggest hype man. So that's why I miss him too. That's my guy <laughs> right there. Who keeps count? <laughs> Who keeps count? Who keeps count? Uh, Where are you at in your career right now? Like, what's happening next for you? I'm a free agent right now. So I'm in a bit of an unknown area. Haven't, haven't been like this before. So I don't know. We'll see. Is this somewhere you want to be? Um... Not really. I just think it has to make sense for me at this point in my life, you know. A lot goes into it now, you know, moving the family over and mm -hmm. before it was just me, pick up and go, you know. So, you know, contemplating those things and, you know, making sure that hopefully I can find something that's the right fit. Okay. 
Shout out to your wife, by the Shout way. Shout out to wifey. Hey, baby. Sloan She's Stevens, out. Grand Sloan Slam Stevens. champion. Exactly. What was that like, being married to a star? Um, you know, we've known each other since we were, I want to say, like, elementary school. So she was maybe eight, and I was like nine or ten or eleven, something like that. You so knew she was the one back then? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know, but we were close friends um, at, at school at that time, and we kind of kept in touch and ran into each other again in, I want to say, early 2016, and as they say, the rest is history. So. Y'all just got married, too, recently, right? Yeah, we got married in 2021. <laughs> who, who got the invite? Yeah. You got the invite, Mo? I did. Charlie, Clint? Nah, nah, I guess Mo really is his boy, huh? Man, I, uh, you pull, you see, uh, <laughs> uh, No, we were talking about this earlier. We were like, when's the last time everybody's seen? And, yeah. and it was like, Mo, a year ago, and then uh, I don't know what Charlie said, a year, and then yeah, I was like, year. it's been like, the last time I saw, like we were like together, it was probably the Trinidad game that we lost. It's crazy. 2017. Y'all haven't seen each other since then? Yeah. Drink. So this was meant to be. You know, this was meant to happen. That's why I made the call. So, bro, we need, a, we need a reunion. Yeah. I made it happen. Whenever I see you, I'm like, I look at 2009 when we were playing together and where you are now, completely different person, different style, the way you carry yourself. You've always been mature, but now you, you speak with like a conviction and almost this wisdom. How has Sloan changed you? Because I feel like she's <laughs> she's made you a better person. Charlie's going deep. I was on the bullshit, I guess, in the beginning, <laughs> huh? Like, I was... He said, he, said, he said you were a completely different person. Now you can speak. No, no. She changed him. <laughs> you can speak with sentences now. I can speak with sense, huh? Uh. I think she's made you a better person. Like, how has she made you better? <laughs> she's made you um, articulate. Yeah, she... No, look, um... Got you wearing deodorant now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. She's, uh, I mean, obviously she's done a lot, a lot of good things for me, you know? We met up in 2016, like I said, re-upped again, and then, you know, we had a lot of good years together there off, you know, on the field, off the field, um, but especially professionally. So it's been cool because, you know, having somebody like that that's always on it, you know, it makes you have to be always on it and, you know, kind of changes your mindset every day, so. Definitely been a plus to have and somebody in my circle that's been incredibly positive and incredibly supportive and just amazing every single day. So, you know, shout outs to her always. She's number one. Do you play tennis with her? I mean, I tried to. And? They didn't go well. <laughs> so pickleball. So is it one and done? Like you don't even play? Yeah, I would never challenge her ever again. But would you play? Wait, you how play badly anyways? did it go? It went six like, love, six it, love. Like uh... I scored a point down the line. The greatest forehand you ever throw oh, down the line. <laughs> And I think cut off guard. And I'd never scored a point since. It's been eight years, seven years. Was she, was, does she like go never hard or is she just like kind of playing? Yeah, with I it? can't return the serves yet. I'm working Ooh. on doing Dang. that. Dang. Yeah. She's that powerful, huh? I mean, it's one thing to watch it on TV and then be there, watch 123 mile per hour serve, let green ball each other. How did that, how did that? And then like put it in a you? place where she can't just slam right back at uh -huh. you, you know? I can return the ball. I, I gave her too much credit. I can return the ball, but it's like, <laughs> After that, she just volley it or something. But as a man, like losing to your wife, did that? She's a superstar, one of the best in the world. What she does, okay I can't. That? More power to Amen. her. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but you remember like when Worldstar was like popping, like 
It was fresh, and we used to live on that. We used to be yeah. on Worldstar every day. You said it's still your dream to be on that. Well, that, that was like, we used to be, so we were roommates for like a lot of the national team games. We used to be on Worldstar religiously, and we trying to think about like different celebrations of how we could, not me so much, because I wasn't a goal scorer, but I was trying to fill his head with different ideas of like, how can we get on Worldstar? How can we get on Worldstar? <laughs> I think the you first player, do you, do you remember? I think the first player that oh, I saw God. that was on Worldstar was actually Timothy Weah. He scored a goal, I think it was like in the U-17s, U-17s or U-20 World Cup, and he did some kind of celebration. And I just, I don't know, for me, it's, it's a crazy, in a crazy way, it was a big moment, because I was like, this is a platform that's kind of encaptures everything that I, I'm into. Speaking to the culture, right? Yeah, speaking to the culture. They they have other sports on there, basketball, football. Uh, there's music. There's hip. It's just all People that. People get knocked out. Yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but they, didn't have, they never had any soccer. And I think it was Timothy Way was like the first time that I saw like a soccer player kind of like make that. I don't know if you remember that or not, but to me, those were like the good old days. So it's kind of cool to see that kind of now get played forward. And there's like so much more influence and importance, I guess, on the game yeah. here. I mean, shout out to Timothy Ware, though, man. What a move, man. What do you think Timothy. we did on the field with the stanky legs? Yeah, but it didn't make World Star. <laughs> we were trying. It, Charlie yeah. was definitely trying. Yeah, he was, yeah. You don't want... <laughs> <laughs> and Soldier Boy. And what about, what about you? Were some oh, stuff. No, no, yeah, right. We were doing some stuff back in the day, man. Today, I was thinking about it. I, like, on the way here, I was like, we're going to pop like lock what? and drop it. Drop it. <laughs> you were obsessed with that, bro. What, what do you mean? I wasn't obsessed. I did it one time. Man, you just did it the other day. <laughs> First dance at your wedding, what was that? Oh, That's snap. That's a good question. Um, we had a lot of dancing at the wedding. This is why I love you. This is why I love you? Mm-hmm. Bye? I can, I can play for it. I don't know who it's by, but... I know word for word now. <laughs> you trying to listen to it? You know yeah, the song? Play it. I'll play it for you. Oh, I ain't got no service. Hold on. What was first what was first dance at your wedding? Um <laughs> Charlie. Oh, mm. Nina's about Clint, to watch do you this. Know? Like, yeah, I, mine was like Tim McGraw Faith Hill Country song, uh, It's Your Love. Nice. You know about that. Well, you've been engaged forever. Yeah, we're getting married, bro. Oh, Lord. You didn't come at me hard, but he, he was quiet. Yeah, I saw, I saw you leapfrog me. I said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, hot. What is going to so, be your song? Ooh. How about that? Yeah. Oh, Sade. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. What's going to be my song? I mean, isn't that like a collaborative thing? You guys got to have that discussion between the two of you and figure that out? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but you you're might right. have a song that Come means on, something to y'all already. I mean, it feels up to me. You can sing pretty good. I don't think people at home really know. Because remember you got the sing lessons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were going to play the song, no? Did you find it? Mm. I didn't know. We was, he ducked yeah. out quick. No, no. <laughs> I, he ducked I, out I got the quick. Playlist here, what you mean? But I'll play it. It's by Major. Heard it? No. You? You heard this. Let it keep going. Put it close to your mic. To the mic? Yeah, so it can be heard. Oh, here. I don't know so if we got the rights to play it. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I just like it. Me Slow dance. It's all sappy, yeah, yeah. Where did you uh, get married at? What state? Oh, uh, sure. I'm my list playing the background. So, in, <laughs> in Miami. Oh, okay. Fall Harbor. Is there all like right. a time yeah. of how long that has to be played before you get some? You feeling pressure, bro? Today. You feeling. No, no, I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm no, no, no. Your no. kicks were fire for the, for the wedding. wedding. For the wedding? Why? What were you rocking? Some Dior's. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but Dior ones. Dior ones, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to add that part. High top? 
High top, yeah. Okay. She had the low top. You got those, don't you? You want those, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> so we all watched the, the 2022 World Cup together, right? Clint, Mo and me, because we were all in Qatar together. I'm just curious where you watched it. I didn't watch it a lot. But I watched the conscious Holland choice? game. I watched the Holland game. What was that? Sorry? That was like a conscious choice. No, I was just traveling, but I watched the Holland game. Okay. The whole game. So that was That was the was only tough game you watch. watched? Yeah. Like, like from start to finish. I saw highlights and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's tough to watch the game, especially while you're playing and you're seeing the country play. And even a few years after I retired, I found it kind of tough to watch it. It's almost like I needed to get away and kind of not see it. You know what I mean? And then... And once you're removed from it a little bit, then you could start being a fan again. For, for me, that was my experience of it, because it was almost like it was a grind. You had so much passion for it. You loved it. And then it was coming to an end, and things maybe don't end how you want them to. And then it's like you just needed that little bit of break, you know what I mean? Because Did, did things not end for you the way you wanted them to? Well, not with the national team. Mm. I mean, my last game was the game in Trinidad, 2018. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you wish... You could have, like, it, it would have been in the World Cup, maybe, like, in Russia or something like that. Instead of being, like, something when we were doing the uh, World Cup qualifying, they kept bringing up. The U.S. failed, and it's like, oh, great, bringing up the memory again. But it's sometimes you got to take a step back to take two steps forward. And it always kind of seemed where there was, like, Olympics we weren't qualifying for, and we never had that generation that was coming up, pushing and making people better. And it seems like now you have a little bit more of that, but... You know, it's it's just one of those things. And I don't know if that was something that you felt why maybe you didn't watch it as much because it's like you're still currently playing. I still think that you could have scored goals in the World Cup. You know, you lead, uh, you know, in terms of World Cup qualifying goals that you could have came on as a sub at least and, and, and made a difference, especially when we didn't have a number nine. So it's kind of like mm. one of them things. I mean, I how, wish, how, how I do wish, you feel? I wish U.S. soccer thought like Clint because that's pretty... <laughs> Good thing. I mean, yeah, I guess the importance of watching just kind of went away. You know, like when you're obviously in it and you're playing for the national team, but you miss a game, but you're going to watch the game, right? To see how everybody plays, see how everything is, right? Because you're attached to the team. So, like, not being on it, I don't know. I just didn't feel like the need to not schedule things or, you know. Is it that, though, or is it that it hurt to watch? I mean, it's, it's that. It's a little bit of both. I would say it hurt a bit, only in the sense where, I wouldn't say it hurt, but it was like, I'm watching them, I should be playing there. So mm. it was like, it didn't necessarily hurt, it was just kind of like... Angered. Not even anger, I kind of, like you let like you let people down a little bit, you know? Thinking back to 2017, like... Who? Like the, you know, soccer fans, because I felt like we could have had a really good team this generation, and because of not qualifying and whatever, you know, a lot of people have to pay that price for it, you know, and that's just life, that's how it is. But, you know, had we done what we were supposed to do, and qualify, I think you have a really good team in 18 and you have a really good, good team in, in 22. So not to say we didn't have a really good team now, but we had a lot of young players that were kind of pushed into it, that kind of had to figure it out as they go. And I thought, credit to them, they did a really good job, but I thought we could have had a little bit of a better team for sure. My, my perspective was opposite of yours in the sense that painful as hell, but I couldn't not watch. And that 2010 World Cup, I might as well have been taking knives to the to the to the chest every time i watched you play but i couldn't not watch you play i was like damn these are these are my brothers i should be there but I, you know i got to support and when y'all called me in the locker room after that that meant the world to me that that's that's when i was realized that this is more than a game and y'all 
didn't see me as just like a teammate. It felt like I was family. And to include me in that special moment when you beat Algeria, to hear all y'all talking and cheering and, and to let me know that I'm still a part of it in some way, that, that was the closure I needed. Even though I, it was damn near impossible to get back on the national team, I used that as my carrot to push as far as I could. But I'll never forget that moment of watching those games, basically in tears all the way through, in support, but as painful as it was, in the end, I was like, man, I felt like I was, I was there for a little bit. Do you consider that door still open? Um, <laughs> we'll see. You never say never in life, right? But I have no club, so that doesn't help <laughs> right now. But you never know, man. If, if the right situation comes around, you know, I, I, I feel good. I know I can play. So it's just about finding that balance, the right situation for me, for the team. And, you know, you go from there. So Sometimes, though, when you're not being get, getting given an opportunity, you can lose hope, though, right? Do, do you feel like you still have that hope or have you lost that to some extent? I mean, I'm, I'm just realistic, you know, okay. in terms of where I'm at right now in my career. I have no club. So I never say never because I just believe in hard work. And, you know, that's how I've done my whole career. And I love like-minded people like that. So if you believe you can do something, you work hard enough, it can be done. The timetable may, may vary, but it can be done. So I don't, I don't think anything's impossible. But again, I mean, from a realistic standpoint, I have no club right now. So, uh, you know, that says what it needs there. Uh, I'm curious, if you retired today, would you have any regrets? Would you, would you be happy with your career or would I'd you? I'd be ecstatic, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think I've been able to do a lot. I think normally, I think anybody a part of that team, I don't know if it's a regret, just that disappointment of 17. That was, and it took a long time to kind of get past that, you know? Like, you play in stadiums all around the country, you're getting booed for four or five years, you know? And look, I get it being an opposing player, but we're talking about every touch of the ball. You know, year one, okay, year two, year three, year four, you start to, go into a place you don't know, really know where you're at at times, and it's what rough. What do you mean by Every, that? Yeah, I mean, after the World Cup, and then we got booed for like three years, you know, playing But what do you Michael. mean you go into a place where you don't really yeah, know Yeah, we go to a stadium, we go to play Columbus Crew, getting booed, people cursing at you. You go to play Atlanta, you know, they got banners cursing at you. And it's like, normally it's there, but it was a little bit more, right? Because of not qualifying and all that, so. I, yeah, I just think it's tough, man. After everything you've done for the country, you know, and other people have done for the country to like, to, to, to kind of get that feeling, you know what I mean? I mean, as me as well, like, I remember not being at the very beginning of those games that, you know, it started off on a, on, a, on a bad note, being out with the heart issues, had to get two heart procedures done, and then coming back and giving everything I could to be a part of the team and trying to help them qualify and then, you know, not getting the job done. And like you talked about, you know, the following year, like getting that kind of, disrespect, it, it, it was it was kind of tough to take. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I understand the frustration of us not qualifying, but at the same time, I mean, I think that there were there, there's, you know, there's certain things you feel like you've done in the past that warrant a little bit more respect than that. Did that did that kind of change, in that, and correct, I don't want to speak out of turn, but did that kind of change maybe your relationship or how you felt about the national team? Yeah, I left a bad taste in my mouth to have never got to have that last game. But it's, it's one of those things is like, all right, a few months after, it, it made sense maybe to try to give you a game. But not at the very, very, very end where it's like your last year, the last game, and we're going to put you on for 10 minutes. Type, like, I don't want that. I, I don't need fake love. What? Because it felt fake? 
it would it, it would feel fake if you're saying, oh, I'm going to bring you back just for this this last this last little ten minutes to go on. I felt like surely there was an opportunity that I could have played in the game, you know, after that for what I've done up until that point to to have gotten a better kind of send off. Send off, yeah. I don't know. That's just how I feel. It's an interesting perspective, I think, because at the end of the day, like like you said, when you look at it, I mean, that's football. You know, you win, you lose. I know qualifying was was terrible, but that's more of a, in my in my view, more of a broader picture at the lack of talent you're able to produce, more than you know it's Clint's fault. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be able, at, we have to be able as a country to every four years produce a team that is a good team, that has new talent, that has fresh talent, that is able to go from this cycle to, you know, move the bar. And when I look at that, that, that period, for me personally, I was one of the worst periods playing for the national in terms of talent. We just weren't good enough on a lot of days. And you get by on some days when Timmy stands on his head, some qualifier games or Clint scores a good goal, but there comes a time when that runs out. So who's next? And there was nobody, you know. Has so, that changed with U.S. soccer now? Of course, I think now you see a lot of young players every, you know, everywhere popping up and guys stepping up. But they're all at a certain age. So that, like, like I was saying at that time, I don't know how old we were, but you'd want to see guys 24, 25, 23 staking their name like this is my team now, you know. And so, especially on a national team, when you don't have that, going into another cycle, you're, you're going to be in trouble because every other country out there is going to get better in between cycles. What about your guys' generation versus current generation? Like, who is better? Um, I don't know. Better, better is a weird word. More complete, I would say, our generation in terms of, like, just position for position. Better talent-wise, like, individual, I would say this one now. But not everywhere. In certain spots. Does that make sense? So if the two sides played each other? If the two sides played each other at full strength, I think, we, our, I think ours would win. I ain't never got a red card oh, for the national team. Okay. But you think that. yours would win? There we go. I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. What's crazy for you? Hey, what? He's never got a red card in the national team. That team in 2014 was nice. He said only in MLS. Got temper though, don't he? He rips up cards. Why are you skipping past Yeah, I think she was talking Spain. about 10, 2010. Oh, that, that team was nice too, wasn't it? That team was nice too. <laughs> that's, why I said, that's why I said, yeah, 2014 was oh, fine. My bad, my bad, shoot. Hey, yeah, I forgot about the Confederations Cup. It's a good team. That was a good run. Being as young as you were, do you, do you think you stayed grounded? Or do you think, I mean, it must be hard to stay grounded, right? That level of success at that young age. Do you think you lost your head for a minute there ever or no? Nah, I mean, my parents, I think my parents, my family paid a big part in that. They're Haitian, American. I'm first generation American, so my dad still talks, has a strong accent from Haiti. Like, they never let me forget where I came from. He never let me forget what he had to do to get to this country to give me this opportunity. So if I missed a goal, it was a long conversation about what he had to do to get here. <laughs> and I'm over here missing goals, you know? So they were, you know, at times, you know, intense, but so incredibly supportive and helpful in making sure that I knew what type of opportunity I had every day, so. What's your dad sound like? <laughs> Give us a Mr. Altador. Are you good at impressions? <laughs> Hello, just me. <laughs> I know it's 2 o'clock in the morning, but the next time I see you shoot the ball over the bar, I'm going to come there and beat you up, okay? <laughs> I love you, bye. <laughs> that's it, man, that's it. I feel like one of the things that we skipped out on talking to you about, we talked about Trinidad-Tobago 2017, right? The, the, you talked about 
the, the fans' reaction and how that made you feel. Media, it can be a tricky line, right? Because obviously you got a bunch of people here who are former players, former friends, former teammates, right? And I guess I'm just interested how you felt about the media reaction to that point in time. Obviously, there was a very well-publicized spat between you and, and Taylor as well. I don't know if you guys have reconciled that. Is that like a, a thing? Have you guys spoken about yeah, that? Yeah, I've spoken to him recently, so. Okay. Yeah. You're cool? Yeah, I don't think we were ever not cool, but I spoke to him, so. Okay. And in media in general, is did you feel some kind of a way about the way that that was handled that moment? Um, I felt like there was a lot of people just talking, you know? And like, nobody was really making sense. Everybody just wanted a platform to talk, you know? And people that, part of the team that did things that if you asked them today, was that detriment or was that helpful in a team trying to qualify for a World Cup? You know, and all the pressures that go into that. Do you think you were helpful? Mm. And they probably answered no, but they're the ones talking, you know? And, and that for me took it hard because, you know, if you're gonna speak, speak on the whole thing. Yeah, be, I mean, be the, truthful. the players are gonna get it and de deserve it so, but also it's like the, the development of youth soccer in the States. Like, why aren't we developing better players? Why weren't we qualifying for more Olympics? Why were we missing out? Like, why was there, there, there such gaps in trying to figure out how to make it where it's not pay to play so much, you know what I'm saying? So you feel like it was, it was too much finger pointing? And like the players are just made to be like the scapegoat when it's a bigger uh, problem? The players caught a lot of it because yeah. they, were, they were front and center to get it, right? And it's what comes with the job, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, U.S. soccer got to take some heat for it too, because what are we doing to, to, for our development to make it better, to give kids the opportunity to get better coaching? From, from my perspective, on the outside looking in and just caring, I think I'm, a lot of positives came from not making the World Cup, because then you you trying to address yeah, you look the at overall it, yeah. picture. But regardless of all that, the team should have beat Trinidad. Yeah, right? and we, but the thing the, is, the quality is, that we have in the pool yeah. was good enough to but beat that think about to get a result at the very least. Sure, but you start off the World Cup cycle. Hmm? Where were we? Why do you say that? In terms of well, why are we supposed to win was, that game? Like, why was, is that you such a? Yeah, I remember the lineup. I I honestly think we shouldn't have played with two out and out strikers. I think it should have been either you and Christian, or it should have been Bobby Wood and Christian instead of being you, Bobby Wood and Christian, you know what I'm saying? In the game that you had to get a, a draw to, just to, to qualify for. Um, also think it didn't help us in terms of the media, how it was put out because of the conditions. It was like almost making light of the, the, the rain and the flooding issues and players not wanting to get their boots wet and getting like piggyback rides, you know what I'm saying? So I think that didn't help and it, it made Trinidad feel offended. Um, starting off the World Cup qualifying process, losing those two big games, Jurgen getting fired and then bringing in another coach. I mean, it didn't start off well, that, that last part of qualifying. And to, to your point, though, we were good enough that we should have qualified, but I think going into the Trinidad game, I think that was the difference right there. And, and to go back on what you said about the media, talking about not really giving you context, they weren't breaking down why the U.S. should have beat Trinidad or got a result in controlling the midfield of that game. Listen, I, I agree with you, but from another aspect, it's but like, it, it would have just put a band-aid on the situation. Exactly, Said so we do qualify. Right. right. Well, and that's you, what we did for I a agree. long time is put band-aids on the situation of exactly. our development. And, and, and that's the issue I have is like, 
this needed to happen in a sense. But I don't say we're better off because of it. We just haven't been running things the right way. You know, new talent should be ushered in the team every two to three, four years. That's how it should be. And we didn't have that talent. Why is that? Right? So listen, I understand maybe we should have won that game or whatever, but maybe it was losing at that World Cup 6-0. So maybe it was better not to even go if you're going to look at it that way, right? So I don't know. I just felt like being in it, like, and Clint knows this type of players you played with, the level, and you sensed that group was not at that level, not at any point. And so and we know were, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And also know? we weren't a team like we once were. I feel like when you think back to 2010, 2014, that togetherness that we had, it seemed like for me, I can't speak for you, but it felt like we weren't as a tight group. It was like egos, everybody had their own kind of agenda type of situation. And, you know. Yeah, but what do you think that, like, where's that stem from? Like, how did this suddenly just shift? I mean, I didn't, I didn't think that it helped that, you know, a, lo a lot of players from Europe started coming back, myself included, uh, you know, coming back to MLS. You know, if you want to be the best, you got to play against the best. And for me, that is in Europe. No offense to MLS. I think when I came back, Josie came back, Michael Bradley came back, you got Jermaine Jones coming back. It's like, it's not sending a good, like, signal of players that, you know, you need to be in Europe. You need to be in the best leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I think that did hurt the development, honestly. You know, but at the at the same time, like if I'm someone who grew up and I had a lot of money. Well, then, yeah, it, w it wouldn't factor into my decisions. I'd have stayed in Europe and, and, and played against the best competition. But, like, you asked me about, like, what are some of your best moments of your, of your career? It's me being able to tell my mom and dad, you're retired. You don't have to work again. Like, thank you for all the drives to Dallas, to going in debt, you know, raising off of ramen noodles, macaroni and spam. You and know what I'm saying? Though, bro. So, like, even though, like, I think it hurt the game, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, what do you think? I agree with you and I don't because I agree with you in the sense where we knew of our decisions, probably. We, it's not like I talked to you about it, but like you knew you weren't going to play against the best of the best. I did as well. But I don't think that in any way should have affected everybody else around us, right? Because there's a lot of people that haven't been over there that haven't played against the best. So what I do shouldn't affect what, you know, the next guy does. You should have your own hunger and your own vision of what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I, no, I agree. I think I agree with both of you in the sense that, like, especially <laughs> what's, what one person's doing shouldn't dictate for the rest, right? I do think that there's a certain responsibility that we have or that we had. Um, but I also agree that it's the generational misses that we had, right? Like, there's that gap, those gap years where even if we're coming back, there should be players who are going the opposite direction. There should be players who are hungry and saying, like, Oh, damn, I, seen, I just saw these guys do X, Y, and Z. They went and played here and there around the world. I wanna, I'm hungry. I want that same stuff. I'm personally motivated because I want to take my career as far as possible. Okay, what, what I've seen from them, I'm saying them, I came back as well. What I've seen from these guys when they came back is that that's also an option further, on, further along in my career. But early stages, man, you got to go challenge yourself. You got to go push yourself. You got to go try to, especially if you have that opportunity. Like, if you have no other options and it's like, well, damn, it's either this or that, then okay, that's one thing. But it, yeah. if you have the potential you to would go have regrets. If you, it, if you never went and chased it, yeah, you would have regrets. But the other, the other side of that, too, is, like, let me just, for me, I believe it doesn't matter where you play necessarily. Like, yes, playing is the best. It makes a difference. But I'll, just because you play in MLS doesn't mean you can't play at a higher national level. Did you hear what Landon said recently when he said he thought that Christian Pulisic should have come back to, to MLS? I didn't hear that. What do you say? Rather saying? than signed with, with AC Milan. How do you feel about that? Is that, a, is that a wild thing to say? 
Um, that's a wild thing to say. <laughs> you, you just said it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, but if you have the chance to play at AC Milan, why wouldn't you play there? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, for me, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. I mean, but. I can see what you're saying is you can still have a good national team career by still being in MLS, but at the same time, if you can play at the highest level, yeah. it, that's going to make you better. Yeah. To play in Europe is, is, is going to make you that's better. Like, I, I believe Mo was standing next to him at the time. What did Mo think? Huh? There's more competition. You were standing next to him at the time, right? What? When Landon said that? Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, yeah I told him. I said, so I, I told him beforehand what I thought, which was, there's no way in hell. Like, Christian isn't, I'm not going to name any of some other, he's not just some average player, right? If, you're, if your options are AC Milan, one of the biggest clubs in the world, by the way, you're leaving one of the biggest clubs in the world in Chelsea. So one Champions your, your, League. your name and your quality is up there. You have a chance to be like truly on par with some of the biggest players in the world. Why would you not pursue that? I think his point was, Josie, that like 2026 he is coming up, World Cup, he can moment. be the man in America in the build-up. Because he's that playing side. consistently. Right, exactly. Which is what yeah, but I think he, he, Christian. I, I don't think in this instance he should do that. What, what I meant more of like, I'm saying like guys in MLS. I don't think there's an excuse. If you want to play on the national and you want to play MLS, there shouldn't be an excuse when you go to international level. And I, I know there's not a lot of um, references for that, but the best one I can use is Darlington Nagby. This guy, I know for sure, he didn't get the chance, but if he played in some big games, I know he can compete. And he hadn't got a shot in a long time. He, but, and that's what I'm saying. There needs to be more guys like that. I'm not saying you can't play in MLS, but make sure you're able to do both. Right now, there's a lot of guys that do well in MLS, but they can't play at the international level. I don't care how many goals they score or how well they play in MLS. They can't do it at the international level. So that that's the the gap that's got to be bridged, too. Yeah, You're good no. at this, by the way, you know? Who? You're good at this. TV. I've never thought about it. Good, good. Genu oh, wait, right hold up. Now. You've genuinely never thought about it? Nah. Because I, I always had... They, they Listen, they, there's one thing about me. You know, I'd be in the locker room, man. This mom don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I throw something at the TV like... They know I hate that side. But doesn't that make it. you want to be that person who has the opportunity to talk sense if you think that's what's missing? It makes me want to do it less. Why? Because I might have to see them. You see, I, I feel like you felt like that, though, surely. Uh, yeah, I mean, towards the end of my career, I was like, nothing to do with the media, yeah. didn't want to be around it at all, didn't really do interviews, just wanted to get, on the get off the face of the earth, get off the grid, just hunt and fish and golf. And then Pete had hit me up about the opportunity of like, how about being on a show and like talking about the game with players that you play with, like Charlie, Mo, and working with you. And I was like, all right, you know, you just be yourself, like no agenda. They're like, yeah, just come out and just talk, you know? And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's see what, how it goes, right? So like you get jump on a Zoom and we're just talking about stuff. And I've been out of the game for a minute because like I'm getting all kinds of shit wrong. Like I'm talking about coaches that aren't even on certain teams. <laughs> like, it was Pochettino, what do you say? It was bad. Pochettino, what do you say? It was bad. And I was like, not Pochettino, bro. Pochettino? No, I said something. What I say? I said like, Pochettino. Jesse Marsh is still in like, you think he's still in Montreal? Salzburg? Don't no, say Salzburg. I didn't know that he was the main coach for the, in the Bundesliga team. What was the team before that? Leipzig. Leipzig. But, but, but before Salzburg. the Salzburg. Ain't that the same okay, team? Okay, my bad. See, I don't even know that, bro. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like talking on the thing, and like, yo, he's like head coach at like the Bundesliga team. I was like, oh, damn, all right. <laughs> you know, because I hadn't watched, like since I played, like talked about it, like I was done, like I was burnt out. I was like, man, I'm over the game, man. Like, and then my kids started to get more into it. Then it was an opportunity to be around the national team, which is I'm really passionate about and like work with y'all. So we got an opportunity to do the CONCACAF Nations League. I said, you know what? Shit, let's just see how it goes. And, and now you a star. There we go, you know what I mean? <laughs>
mean, I got to know all of these three after their careers, right? After their playing careers. So was TV people, broadcasters. I guess I'm interested what, what they were like back in the day, in the dressing room. I feel like Mo thought he was nice. Mo was feeling himself. Am I right? What, what, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice like what? What you mean? Uh, he thought you were nice. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Josie, yes or no? What was he like? Give, give me something uh, about each of them. He was, they were all humble. Clint was just, you know, Sometimes you didn't want to be around him because he was just so intense and, you know, locked in on just trying to be the best he could be. And when I say I don't want to be around him, like he was trying to fight you. So you were like, I don't want to be so around him. Right would now. you so avoid him? Change. Was that? Would you avoid him? If he was trying to fight me, yeah. I, like, I'm not trying to fight because with him, it's not, you know, it's nothing personal. It's just on that moment. But he'll want to fight you four hours later, you know? So like, but he's a winner. He was a winner. Like, Thanks, Josie. You really make me look good. <laughs> no, no, not, not, not in the same Damn. person you met. Damn, bro. What? Not in the same way. person you met. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. And I mean, that's Mo. I feel like Prime I feel like Charlie, you, 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 you the same. Mo, you got more mature. You're still the prime instigator. You got more mature. You've always been that you way. You definitely got always. more mature. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? You're you're. You know, to this day, you're more he's well-spoken now. <laughs> you know what I mean? More buttoned up. He's instigating. Charlie keeping it real. He can, but using better words. the same. You just can be approved. It's unbelievable. What's well, so he was always a, a stirrer? Always, it's always stirring the pot. Who, me? Yeah, you. You can be asleep in the back of the bus, knocked out, drool, everything. Mo would be like, hey, Joe, you didn't hear what he said about you? Like, huh? Like, I didn't even hear what you, I was asleep. He'd just drive it in there. That's just the type of guy he was. Charlie was the dancer, flamboyant. Like, <laughs> no, but I meant like in the sense, flamboyant. That's not a bad thing. In the terms of, in, the, in terms of like style, he had the first everything. Like the flyest shit you can think of, he had it first, rocking it all the time. I don't think anybody he like he like Soldier Boy. He's the first one to do this. <laughs> oh lord, first one to do that. Nah, but he was the flyest. I would say he was by far the flyest. He said guy. your your style has changed. He said that now though. How has your style changed though? I just didn't really. He, he, he dresses now like he has a stylist. That's like he dresses really well. I, I when I look at you, I'm like, man, he's really put together. It used it's, to be it's like not, sweats it's, and it's not like he used to just wear like ca the casual gear. He wasn't he wasn't about the fashion. <laughs> but hey, am I wrong? What he's trying to say is we go to like PF Chang's or not PF Chang's, Mr. Chow, and I'd be in the travel gear that they gave us. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile Charlie got that. the new ones. Like, no, like, Charlie being in true, like true religion and Ed Hardy. <laughs> and, and, and Affliction. <laughs> and Christian Audigier. Christian Audigier. That's, you. Yeah. That's you, Affliction. I wasn't nah, you. Oh, <laughs> your Junko <laughs> jeans. Uh, and Nietzsche. Still I feel like everybody that. has a Clint story. You got a Clint story other than him trying to fight you? Um... Dude, y'all making me look got really it. great. You know, we've had actually some really intense chess battles. He's a good chess player. Oh yeah. Yeah, that Who was won? really surprising. He's not, he's not that good though. Who won? I, I, he Who won. He's probably paid me 120 bucks. After chess I'll beat you on camera, bro. I'll, no, you won't. Let's set it up. Let's chess up. match me versus Charlie. That'd be good. I, I used watch to that. take his money all day. I bet on Clint. He already I would take his per diem all day. No. Did you really back then? Yeah. No. Oh. Full of well, Clint was and good. then we played we played Jenga too, and I'd take his money too. <laughs> Jenga. Yeah. You if you don't know, Jenga. Charlie wins everything. He never <laughs> lost ever. <laughs> hey, so uh, our Champions League coverage, right? All the boys have, have appeared on it. Uh, we play a game called In the Mixer. Can we play around with you? Let's do it. We, In the you mixer. down. All right, let's do it. What okay. are we calling it? 
We're calling it In the Mixer. That's the oh, name of the game. Okay. <laughs> you want it to have a different name? I thought so. Different show, different name? Yeah. Come up with something, we'll use it. Uh, okay, first question. You're only and allowed Josie. to listen. What? <laughs> You're only allowed to listen to one song for the rest of your life. What is it? Um, DMX, Rough Riders. Oh, Damn. aggressive for the I've rest of your life. I've never heard you play that song in my life. Can you no, rap it saying. for us? After a few more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Funniest U.S. men's national team teammate. <sighs> there's a lot. Mo is one, obviously. Oh, now there's you're trying another to be nice one. No, there's another one who was hilarious. Timmy Chandler. Yep. Yeah, but this guy. Why is Timmy him. so funny? Huh? You laughing at you him. You laughing at him. Yeah, just watching him just He's struggle, weird. like in the CONCACAF right, right. heat. I'll never forget playing against Honduras away. <laughs> he was my roommate. Timmy, I love you. Know <laughs> we were there and we lost. And like we were telling him how CONCACAF was. And he was like, ah. Don't worry, I play in Germany, my friend. Don't worry, you know? So, <laughs> like, all right, we get there. Brasses up to your ankles. Brasses up to his ankles. He's in the warm up. kickoff. And Timmy has his face. But Josie, what is this? Look at the grass, my friend. How could we? It's so hot. I mean, what's already? We don't start. Like, he was, like, just so <laughs> hilarious and, and, like, animated. And, like, he came back to the room, and he literally said, I'm not, like, that was my last game for a while. I need to really think about this. Like, this is a grind. And, yeah, he, we didn't see him for, like, three months. He literally months. didn't come back until, yeah, for a while. until camp. Dang. It was hilarious. Yeah, but Timmy Chandler was the funniest guy. I love him. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's your club? You have, do you have, like, a Premier League club that you support or no? Cole. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't. <laughs> not that I don't. I Sunderland. support him when I see him play. But um, nah, not Sunderland either. But <laughs> Did you grow up supporting a Premier League team? Or not like really. No? I, I love the R9, Brazilian Ronaldo. So yeah. I watched him at Inter, Real Madrid. Okay. So that was, but if I had to choose one, Arsenal, Thierry Henry, just because Thierry. He's my guy. See, he yeah, knows. Thierry, Thierry was back then. Like, still, mm -hmm. the man. Yeah. Okay. Favorite show to stream right now? What you watching? The Boys, yeah, right now. I've missed this. What is that? I don't know. It's two seasons. What's it now? on? Three seasons. I don't know what it's on. I've been watching it like illegally. Shit, my bad. Oh damn! <laughs> I've been watching it like on the that. most sites, but it's pretty good. Superhero type what show. I don't know. I didn't expect it to be streaming. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have the money to pay for a subscription? What? I'm not trying to waste it oh, on that. I got to protect on these e yeah. illegally stream. Hey, I like that, though. I'm not trying to waste that money on that. Them sites work fine. You ever watch Paramount Plus? I haven't, but I will now. Uh, best jersey swap. What was it? That's a good one. Best jersey swap. Aguero. Aguero? Where, you got where, it framed or anything, or you just keep it? Nah, somewhere? I don't even know where it is. I got to find it, but <laughs> it was his. Okay. When did you swap when, with him? Man City. You guys? Played Man City against Sunderland. Probably Stevie G, World Cup That's game versus England. Okay. Damn, I didn't trade nobody at that time. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who I got when we played Italy that time. I want to say it was Pirlo. That's a good one. Was there ever a jersey you really wanted to ask for and you just didn't feel comfortable asking for? Messi. What and it wasn't, it wasn't even so much that I didn't feel comfortable asking for, but it was just like, damn, I know everyone's going to be sweating this man after the game. So, like, it crossed my mind at one point, too, to kind of be like, oh, in I the moment. I told you you were going to spill that you know, drink. Oh, to so want to be like, <laughs> in, in, in like mid-game at one we point. We just bought these like, from hey, Ikea, like, Mo. Yeah, Come on hey, now. Like, hey. <laughs> but that's probably the one. Who got it? I have no idea. You got to pick your targets. When you're a young player and you, you're hyped to change jerseys, 
you, you look at players who, you know, they're going to look at you and go, nah, you're, you're, not, you're not on my level to switch jerseys. People say that? Yeah. That's cold. They, that happen to you? They, they give you the, <laughs> no, I watch, I watch players do it. They go, oh, I'm giving it in the locker room. We'll switch in the locker room. And that means he said, he said, he said one time. <laughs> All right, uh, if you were going to build a club around one American player right now, who would that be? Eunice Musa. Good mm. shout. I like that. Okay. Just for skill set, I think he's the jack of all trades. He can dribble, he can pass, he can run by guys. Like, for me, the thing I admired most about a player is their ability to get away from somebody. Like, the playing is all great, but if, can you eliminate a player? You know, oh, that, that opens up the game. And, and Eunice does that... <laughs> Effortlessly, you know, if there's one player I've watched that just stays by fit. guys. Yeah, and he stays fit, which is a skill. So Eunice, to me, could be a player. Is a player and could be a really, really good player. Mm-hmm. All right. Will the United States men win the World Cup in our lifetimes? In our lifetimes? I don't know if they will, but they, they'll be able to, for sure. They have the capacity. They will have, by the end of our lifetime, absolutely. Our best guest yet. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. My G. Oh, all right, man. Cool. Take a look at a sneak peek of next week's episode of Kicking It with Landon Donovan, part one. I'm sure everybody here has got thoughts about Landon and his promotion for Mexico. 2018 World Cup, let's set the scene. All right, let's get USA it all doesn't make it. <laughs> Landon decides to pledge his allegiance to the CONCACAF rivals, Mexico. Was it just a money thing? Partially. That's honest. <laughs> so they were worried, like everyone else, when the U.S. didn't qualify, how, how do we make this as successful as possible, right? Like Fox was worried because they had the rights. Univision, I think, had the rights. All the part, Wells Fargo, Coca-Cola, everyone. It's like, okay, we're, we just lost... 30% of what our anticipated revenue, because the U.S. isn't involved. They came to us and said, What's, what, what are some interesting ideas? And we just brainstormed whatever, and I, that's how it eventually came about. Well, what if we did something with Mexico? Because I do, I want to support them and Costa Rica and everybody else in the World Cup, and that's how it all formulated. Was it your idea? I don't remember how it all came about, but we all, yeah, you know, it was his brainstorming. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, eventually I didn't see the And hey, where was Costa Rica at? <laughs> yeah. Costa Rica like, hey, what the fuck? We got screwed. Costa Rica like, hey, <laughs> que haces? 